Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. All right, guys. It's Tuesday morning. You know what that means? It's WTHH. It's PTD Live. It is What the Hell Happened, where we look back at week 10, the week that was in primetime dynasty. And what a week. What a week it was. Uh, we had a couple close games. Not too close, but a couple terribly close games. A um, couple blowouts. We had one incredibly close game that literally came down to the final play on the Monday night game. Uh, we had some injuries. We had some big-time performances by non-big-name players. Uh, we had some duds by some big-name players. We had a little bit of everything, again, um, in the week, uh, in week 10. Uh, some divisions are heating up, getting really, really interesting. Uh some that we thought were over aren't really over. Playoff battles are heating up. Uh, all kinds of things going on. Um, we'll start before we get into the games, which is why you come and why you listen to WTHH. Uh, but we'll look at the standings first. We'll start in the United Division, um, and it is over. The Omaha Nightmare, um, with three games to go, have a four-game lead. Uh, so they have clinched. So the first team to clinch a division championship is the Omaha Nightmare. So congratulations to them. Uh, they are sitting at eight and two. The Maniacs, who have won three in a row very quietly, are starting to get their act together. Are sitting there at four and six. The Eternals coming off a big game this week, <clears throat> biggest of the season for them, at four and six. And the Hellions, Pinky breaks a six game, or excuse me, seven game. I, I shouldn't say Pinky; he's not going to be Pinky, uh, at least not yet. But he breaks a seven game losing streak, and the Hellions win the first fight, sitting there at three and seven. Uh, in the American Division, <clears throat> excuse me, we said this before the season. Wait a minute. I don't know if we did. I did. That this was the best division in uh, Primetime Dynasty this year. And I'll be honest with you, it is shaping up to be that way. Um, what looked like a one-horse race. I mean, it was clear sailing for the Spectres, the best team in the league, at 7-0, and just running the table, cleaning up the league. They've lost three in a row and are sitting in seven and three. And the Brawlers and the Outlaws, both tied for second at six and four. The Outlaws, just like the Maniacs, very quietly have put up a four-game four win streak. Um, and the Brawlers just absolutely, probably the most heartbreaking fantasy football loss I've ever, ever seen in my entire life. Um, break their uh, five-game winning streak, sitting there at six and four. And then we got the Winers sitting there at two and eight, who lose the purse fight uh, to the Hellions. Uh, but they're done. They've been done since, uh, well, preseason week one. Uh, and then in the National Division, the Assassins, they needed to get a victory. Uh, and they pulled it out. Most magical fantasy fashion I've ever seen. But they pulled out a victory. They're sitting in first with a two-game lead at 7-3. and three. The Degenerates at 5-5 five and five who are just, the Degenerates can't care about wins anymore uh, because they're, they need points. Uh, the Mercs sitting at 4-6. and six. Uh, and in the Bruins, also at four and six. 
Uh, so that division is, is kind of uh, far from over uh, between the Assassins and the Degenerates, but the Mercs and the Bruins are going to need a utter miracle to win that division. Uh, if the playoffs were to begin right now, your number one seed would be the Omaha Nightmare, I think. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I lie. Because I believe it goes uh, three division winners, but then it goes by best record. Right. Yeah, it does go best record, I believe. So it will be the Nightmare. Then the Spectres would be the two seed. I forget. I have to double check. you think I would know that. If it goes by points, we'd flip those two around. Uh, but they're real close. It's like the Spectres have about 14, 13, excuse me, more points than the Nightmare. So that's still debatable. They're, they're interchangeable. So we're going to go Nightmare 1 seed, Spectres 2 seed, the Assassins at 3 seed. The 4 seed is going to be the Brawlers with 5 seed, the Outlaws. And then your 6th and final playoff seed is going to be the 4 and 6 Milwaukee uh, Mercenaries that have 1,192 points. Your Degenerates have 1147. The Maniacs have 1122. So I would say those are the two teams that are in the running for that one. Uh, the team to watch for, I think, is the Maniacs uh, because they've been putting up a lot of points. They've high scores again this week, uh, putting up a whopping 157.3 points, I believe. So I think the team to really watch for there, in my honest opinion, is going to be the Maniacs. I think they're going to make a run for it. The Mercs seem to hit a little hiccup. Uh, but it's going to be fun to watch that final playoff spot unfold. So that's the standings. That's where the playoffs would be if they started today. Um, let's get into the games. All right? We might as well start with the game everybody wanted to know about. The purse fight. Hellions against the Miners. The Hellions win the purse fight, and basically which is the battle for pink in 2K16. The Hellions 100.20 to the Miners 79.52. Uh, and this game that, that no one really cares about. I mean, we could have picked the dud of the game of the week. Um, we could have probably picked both teams. Um, but the Hellions, actually, I can't really say that because this, this Shaka Khan guy, I mean, he just continues to put up mad points. Um, but he put up 30, and Jay Cutler put up 25. So those two combined for 55 of his 100 points. So 55% of his points came from two guys. He had nobody else in double figures. Luckily for Lenny, he was playing the Luxembourg Miners because they got 20 points from Dwayne Harris. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Harris put the 20. Um, 13 from Bradford before he got knocked unconscious. Uh, 10 from Moore, 10, 12 from the Buccaneers, but he had nothing else. Um, and this gun came down to the two big performances, beat out one big performance. So two big performances win, but nobody really gives a shit about that one. Anyway, Maniacs against the Mercs, which was looking like it was going to be a game of the week. Uh, until the Maniacs went out and wiped the field with the Mercs. Final score, as I said, Maniacs high score of the week, 157.30 to the Mercs, 83.64. And this battle for the sixth playoff spot, it could come down to points between these two teams. This one could come back to haunt Jacob, because even if he would have lost, but he could have put up some more points. It could be huge in in those playoff standings. Uh, but the Maniacs were firing on all cylinders, and they were led by the stud of the week, Jeremy Langford. Uh, I believe he had something ridiculous, like seven catches, uh, 103 yards, 73 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and a whopping 33.7 points. So he's the fantasy stud this week. Um, but when you put up 157 points, you have more than one guy. I mean, and there's his points, 17, 16, 33, 11, 18, uh, 17, 13, 16 from his defense, 10 from his kicker. 
he basically had every single person except Jeremy Hill in double figures. And when you do that, you're going to win most games. Uh, and then the Mercs, it's just, it was one of those weeks. Uh, the Red uh, Rider BB gun, as he's now going to be referred to, thanks to Mr. Watt, putting up eight points. You're not going to win when your quarterback puts up less than ten. It just isn't going to happen very often. Antonio Andrews, Andrews yeah, he's, he's a feature back. He's a beast with .8 points. I mean, but when you're, you're number one, I guess he would be your number one running back, and your quarterback combined to put up less than 10, you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. And to make matters worse, Julian Edelman breaking his ankle. He's done for the season, for the fantasy season at least. Mike Evans and Jarvis Landry continue to put up points. They haven't put up those monster point games, uh, but they put up points. You can't be up seven, you're getting 16 points from each of them. Uh, but there's just, you know, not enough. I mean, nobody over 20. Uh, only two guys over 15, and the other four guys in double figures, and two of them were at 10. And when your quarterback scores less than 10, you're not going to win, and that's what the hell happened in this game. The Eternals shocked the world. Uh, finals, they beat the Mighty Spectres. Final score 132.92 to 115.76. Uh, and the Eternals, um, they actually did play Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, Shocked by that, because I would have thought, you know, this would have been a great week to start Fitzpatrick or Tyrod Taylor. Hell, I would even put Sanchez out there before Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers putting up his 22 points. Blunt with 15. Starks putting up double figures with 12. Martavis Bryant with a huge, huge game at 25. Megatron only with 11. Uh, Richard Matthews at 12. Allen Robinson at 14. His kicker, I mean, excuse me, his defense in double figures. But you can see, I mean, you put 132 points, like I said, you're getting a lot of production. You know, and, and that's what he had there, what he had eight of his ten guys in double figures. And the Spectres are just struggling. Uh, and the key is, you know, usually Brady to ground connection. When it's putting up 50 or more, uh, they win. When they don't put up 50 or more, I don't think they have one yet. And, and I know Gronk had a good game. I mean, they put up a combined 40 points again. But they go as those two go. Um, DeMarco Murray and Latavius Murray, it's just, just pedestrian. That's what they are right now. Des Bryant, I think his foot's still bothering him. Uh, but the Mary Thomas and Stephon Diggs have come back to earth, and DT hasn't had a good season at all. Um, his tight ends were huge. I mean, he put up a, you know 18 and 22 from his tight ends, so 40 points from his tight ends. But he, he just got beat by a, a, a much more well-rounded effort. Eight guys in double figures is always going to – I think it always, but usually will be about five guys in double figures, five or six, and that's what the hell happened here. Nightmare against the Degenerates. And what turned out to be a good game between two pretty good teams. Final score, Nightmare, 106.68 to the Degenerates, 94.60. And this one's real simple. I don't need to talk about anything else. I just said if your quarterback scores less than 10, you're probably not going to win. When your quarterback scores negative 6, you will never win. That's what the hell happened in this one. Peyton Manning putting up almost negative 7 points. That I got to double check. I was looking this morning and couldn't verify this. That's a career record for the lowest points ever by any player in PTD history. Negative 6.6 points. I, I mean, you're not going to win. I mean, Antonio Brown was huge, but Antonio Brown was 32. It was 94. Okay. Uh, that's uh, 30, uh, 33, 96. That's about 35% of his points from one guy. I mean, you take out Antonio Brown, and he's in the 50, almost in the, in the high 50s, so he's at 62 points. You're never going to win when one guy is that big of a part of your total score. I mean, he had Michelle McCoy, who started off the week really well at 18, but those two guys were his whole team. 
I mean, Travis Benjamin had 14, which is good before he got knocked into oblivion. Um, but this was simple. You're not going to win when your quarterback scores negative 6.6 points. Brandon Cook has been huge since the Nightmare have acquired him again with a big game. Uh, Cam Newton just did his thing again with 20 points. Um, but the Nightmare, where you know, they escape. You put up 106 points, you don't usually win. You know, 106 points is just, you know, an average score. You may be in it, but you don't win all your games at 106 points. But he did this week, and that's all that matters as he moves uh, on and clinches the division championship. So, once again, congratulations to the Nightmare and to Jesse. And it had to be the game of the week. I started playing fantasy football in 1992. I've seen a lot of interesting things in uh, 18 years of fantasy football. I've seen games come down to the last play or the end. I've seen close, close games. Uh, I've seen, uh, you know, high scores before. Uh, I've seen all that kind of stuff. I really have. I have never in my life seen a game that ended the way this game ended. Uh, The final score is for the Albuquerque Assassins, 98.72, to the Brawlers, 98.22. So five-tenths of a point separate the team. That is the ninth closest game in history, um, just for uh, your records there. But for those of you that weren't paying attention at home, uh, the ending to this game was insane. First of all, the Assassins were in control. Even through halftime in a Monday night game, no points barely, no points from Nuke for me. Uh, AJ Green only had uh, four points. So we were behind by 18 points or something. And in the second half, Nuke got going with a just sick touchdown grab if you didn't see it. And it eventually gets to A.J. Green non-existent. But we get to the final drive. It's fourth and ten. I'm down by 3.1 points. It's 98.72 to 95.42. Fourth and ten. Ball game over on the line here. And A.J. Green catches a 26-yard pass, which ties it up at 98.72. It's tied. They keep driving down the field. Still tied. 98.72 apiece. Fours and ten. It's the ball game. Right here. The end, the Monday night game, the Bengals-Titans is on the line. Uh, Bengals, uh, Texans, excuse me. And this. all I need is one catch from A.J. Green. One catch for one yard, and I win. One catch for negative four yards, and I win. They throw the ball to A.J. Green. He catches it. A ten-yard catch. Brothers win. Brothers win. And he fumbles. He fumbles the ball. He's tackled and fumbled. <laughs> the Texans recover. The Bengals lose. The Brawlers lose on the last play, which they took the lead. We took the lead on the last play of the game. We took the lead. We won the game. And A.J. Green fumbles. And because of that, A.J. Green, you are the dud of the week because a stud player cannot lose a game for his team, and that's exactly what you did. You lost the game for your team on the final play of the game. So the Assassins pull out an ugly win. When you, when you score 98 points and you win, it's ugly. But this was real simple. I mean, we could blame A.J. Green all the time, but it's real simple. When your quarterback scores less than 10, you are not going to win. You're not going to win. And Landry Jones got hurt in the first series of the game. That's what the hell happened here. I mean, there was a lot of bad lineup calls. I mean, obviously, you can look over to the Assassins. I mean, Kirk Cousins had a huge game, but... You don't play. He's not a starting quarterback in fantasy football, so let's not kid ourselves. 
I mean, Drew Brees actually shit the bed. The whole team shit the bed, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, when your quarterback is injured on, on the first series, you're not, you know, puts up less than, less than one. You're not going to win. And this game was over pretty much when Landry Jones went down. We had a chance to steal one. We couldn't do it. It was a pretty ho-hum week otherwise. My running backs were decent. Nuke was, was decent. Greg Olson was decent. Goskowski was decent. I mean, a whole lot of decent. You know what decent gets you? Decent gets you in the 90s, all right, or maybe in the low hundreds. And that's what happens. And decent doesn't win in this league. And that's what the hell happened here. Um, but it was a heck of a game. It, it was fun to watch. It came down to the end. And like I said, I've never in my life seen a game end like that. I've seen it come down to the final play. But not the final play where the final play, the one team took the lead. But because then after the play, the fumble cost the team the game. So it was interesting. We can only sit back and wait for Thursday at noontime now and oh, the stat changes and hope somewhere along the way my team lost six yards in the translation from the field to the stat sheet. So that's our hope there. But a good game. It was really fun to actually watch it unfold. And the final game of the week. We have the – we have Pinky. Yeah, let's not forget that. Because everybody's are great, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's pink. And you're pink for a reason. You know why you're pink? Because you suck. That's right. Remember that. And don't forget that. But Pinky with a big week, second high score of the week. Um, and this team is surging right now. 146.56 to the Bruins, who are going the opposite way. 88.44. Uh, and, and, you know, they lost Eddie Ryan. They didn't have the quarterback this week. See, that's what Matt Zappers. You never know what you're going to get. But, hey, you came out and put up 16 points, and you got to be happy about it. You can't really be upset about that. Um, but I could have, you know, we could have two studs of the week right here, and that could have been Adrian Peterson or Michael Floyd. AP putting up 29 points, Michael Floyd putting up 27, uh, and that was a big difference right there. I mean, you look over, Flacco was good for the Bruins, putting up 20, and then there was nothing else. I mean, Conley with a zero. I mean, he did have Max Williams who stole a touchdown there at the end, getting 14. Um but there was nothing else. I mean, Carlos Williams just scores touchdowns. If the guy was, I mean, if we'd ever get more touches, he could put up some serious points because he gets in the end zone every damn game. But there's a whole lot of average there. And that, that, that's quite honestly it, in the Bruins. And, and the Yellows, uh, I joke, but they're a good team. Uh, and average isn't going to beat a good team. Um, and, and they benefited. I mean, I don't know if you can start both wide receivers from the same team at the Cardinals and they're going to put up uh, over 45 points. I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen every week with starting receivers for a team are going to put up 45 points, uh, especially against Seattle's defense. Oh, didn't expect that one, but it happened. Um, and, and, you know, the Outlaws, they did what they had to do. They put up points, what they got to do, because they're in a playoff race, and points are important, and they won. Did both the things that they have to do, and the Outlaws prevailed. And that's it. That's week 10 in prime time dynasty. What's going to be fun to watch now, and this is the reason I love this league, and any league that doesn't do this, I'll argue any day of the week. It's stupid. It's asinine. We've got three weeks left, and it comes down to the division battles, and that's the way it should come down to. That's what makes head-to-head leagues fun. I don't want to come to the playoff run and lose in the final two weeks when I'm playing you know, the Maniacs in a different division. No, I want to come down to my division. Two of the divisions are up for grabs, like I did say, the Nightmare have clinched. The American division is going to be fun to watch it unfold between those three teams. Um, and a little history for you, the Spectres have never lost a division game. They are 9-0 and career in the division, so that's something to keep an eye on. And the national division is going to be the two-horse race between the Assassins and the Degenerates. It's going to be fun to watch that unfold over the final three weeks. And that sixth and final playoff spot could get hot and heavy over the final couple weeks. So, guys, that's it for WTHH. You have a good week. I'll be around Sunday all day. 
to talk football. Make sure you stop by and chat because the games are going to get interesting now. Have a good week, guys. I'm out.